Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Happy Labor Day. You must be jumping, man. What have you been taking, man? You're jumping all the way in your chair. Uh, nothing, nothing. So it's Labor Day today. How are you going to Are you going to do labor today? Yes. We're not going to um, do anything after hey, it's this. It's called right? the honeydew list. Oh, you have one of those? I think, I think you got more. How is it when you do one thing on the honeydew list, two things come on? I just don't understand the whole philosophy of and, that. And, they, and someone's got to be right behind you telling you, like, did you do this? I'm like, do you not see me do this? <sighs> Yeah, we won't go there. We don't want to get too much trouble. Although our wives probably don't. I don't know. Does your significant other listen to the podcast? No. Are you good? Neither does mine. So we won't get in trouble. <laughs> uh, I am Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, 407-862-6882, or Tim at grpstudios.com. And you are who, Mr. Craig Lyson? My name is Craig Lyson. I don't know why we use the last name, but hey, it's there for a reason. But my phone number is 407 Call us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd like to get feedback, and I guess we're doing fantastic because our numbers are growing. That's uh, hopefully so. Hopefully, we're giving someone a nugget of some information somewhere. Now, I get to be today. I get to be you today, and you get to be me. So, so can I means- get your looks? No. Oh man, <laughs> my looks. What you want? More gray hair? Jeez, you don't have enough. So now I get to sit back and listen and listen to the dialogue and play Tetris and you get to you get to run with it today. So, so just because our guest is, I will even let you introduce her. And, uh, well, this is episode 68 first. Episode 68, Labor Day weekend, and we are talking about connecting and dots and diddly and do and veterans. So So ding and dong here, here is we're ready to roll. So what it is is yes. So what we're doing is I'm going to introduce you to this lady. She's phenomenal. I met her uh, probably months ago, and she has rocked my world into a way better direction than it has ever been. So I should call you Helen. So Helen, uh, tell me all about. Tell me who you are. Tell me. Tell me what you want to talk about. Sure, Craig. Thank you so much. My name is officially Helen, but I go by Dottie because I connect the dots for veterans. So that name just stuck when I moved to St. Cloud. And I love it. I'm an Army veteran, and I've been doing this for over 30 years. So tell me about you being an Army female veteran. What is that like in the Army? It was fun. I went to Fort Dix, New Jersey for basic and San Antonio for dental assisting and dental lab. I joined the Army for a reason, a specific reason. My dad was an Army veteran, and he told me he joined the Army because he lost all his teeth and wanted dentures, and he stayed for 22 years. So when it was my turn to join the Army, I said, I'll go make those dentures. So I became a dental lab tech. It was a blast. But my first set weighed like five pounds. They were like made for donkeys. But in the Army, you only have to pass 70%. I made it at 70. So just think if you went in the Air Force, you would have done it the correct rate the first time. So uh, what it comes down to is, so after that beautiful life in the Army, how many years did you serve? Four. What years did you serve? 86 to 90. And what other post did you go to? Uh, Fort Wainwright, Alaska. I joined the Army to go to Korea because my mom's Korean, and I, I was born there, but I ended up at Fort Wainwright, Alaska. 65 below zero is the coldest I ever felt. Is that close to Clear Creek, Alaska? Nope. Ellendorf? Nope. Ielson. Ielson? Yeah, 45 miles south of Ielson. Holy cow. I got a feeling Tim wants to add something because he never got to go anywhere except sand places and no green. I've never been to Alaska. 
Have you ever seen the proposal, the movie proposal? Oh, yes. Going to Sitka, Alaska. Sitka. Yeah, no, I've never been to Alaska. I would like to go. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Like go. go in the summer, uh, fall time frame. It's well, gorgeous. Go, Don't go in the winter. Why? Because it's cold. Well, really cold. Hello. No, no. It's, it's cold. Surface of the sun here in Florida <laughs> most of the time. So we want to go when it's a little bit cooler. The fall is gorgeous time to go. You see all the animals come out, the changing of the colors of the leaves, stuff that is just gorgeous. And you can hunt. I used to hunt and fish in Alaska. Loved it. But I was there 22 years total of my life. They thought I was native. One of the native ladies said, you're from Bethel. I'm like, why Bethel? She said, because that's the land of the short and squatty people. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I'm in Florida, because that's the people of, uh, that comes from all the different countries. That's the old people. <laughs> yeah, that's the old people. So what else, what else have you been thinking about doing? I know you're trying to start something fantastic that, since we're all veterans in this room, that maybe some other person might learn and get into the program. Sure. So for the past 30 years, I have off and on been a service officer for the DAV, Disabled American Veterans. They came into my world when I first got out. My dad, who did 22 years, told me, you're not even a veteran. And I believed him. Well, then I remembered I did some money for some education program, something, something, and went to a veteran vet center, and a guy helped me named Fred Rupert in Fairbanks, Alaska, said, let me help you get your VA claim. I'm like, how's dental lab tech? What am I going to get? Nothing. He looked at my records. First, first decision came back 60%. It was great. Was and it I, because of hearing? No, none, none, none. I am not service-connected for issues dealing with my actual job. Medical malpractice is how I got started. The Army didn't treat me for some female conditions, and it got raided, and that's where I started. Yeah, because Tim, he was in a career field where he walked around airplanes, and they, they were kind of loud. It was called A-10s. But uh, I know his hearing's not all there because uh, he always asked me, because, Craig, did you not listen to what I tell you? I don't know. If, did you say something? <laughs> Are you sure? Can you hear what you're talking about? Is that correct, sir? What? Yeah, that... <laughs> Tim, Tim was in a plan where he was always in a base where there was no green. He went to Saudi Arabia, lived over there, and you went, you went somewhere else too, didn't you? Well, we did a short one to Puerto Rico, which is a lot of green, but no, nah, it was mostly the Saudi Arabia was my only out-of-the-country yeah. tour. So. How long were you in Puerto Rico? Three weeks. wasn't very long. We so were, that was so a we shopping were, trip. We were at Roosevelt Roads back when Roosevelt Roads was still a base. I never heard of that. Yeah. I was, spent four years in Tucson, and then my only out-of-country was Saudi Arabia. So yeah, it was pretty much and sand and... So he said, hey, I need to go someplace where there's color. So he went back to Michigan. So you spent some time in Greenland. And there's, it's not green. There's so. no green. <laughs> and you went to Iceland, and there's no ice in Iceland. Yeah. yeah. So, That's but, wild. So being the veterans role here, so, so tell me what got your interest. You said you wanted to get into helping veterans. Yeah. So because the information was so freely given to me um, in the DAV in Fairbanks, Alaska, I, I was like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, teach me everything, old man. And he did. And so they, I ran up the chairs of the DAV, and I became the first department commander, a female, in 2000. And then I got to do governors. Uh, I got to sit on governor's boards, legislative committees. To me, where it matters the most is on legislation and on benefits. And that's it, because it's money. It's money to the veteran's pocket. Either you're saving them money or whatever, but it's money. And so those are my two passions. And like I said, I've been doing it for a long time. And when I came to St. Cloud, Soldier City is where it's at. I got to tell you, everybody here is so amazingly helpful, and they all want to be part of my journey. Recently, I just got donated a 15-passenger van. I'm going to convert into the Dottie Mobile, so I'm, I'm working on that project. But I've been seeing veterans over at the VFW at the Post, 
And I joined the auxiliary there at post 3227, just really, really enamored with everybody and how they just all connect. So connecting the dots really seemed to work really well here and Kissimmee and in St. Cloud. So Wow, that's amazing because, you know, I'm going through a lot myself, but it's to get you prepared as that, what is your business about? You're preparing because I was going in this blind and for all the years that I've been retired, I didn't know anything about a VSO. In fact, when I did come out of the military, as Tim and I both had the same experience and, and we didn't know each other, when I came down to Orlando, I went into the base. There was a naval base down the road and they told me point blank said, sorry, you make too much money. $800 is too much money. And I was totally stunned. Tim, what did you experience? Same thing when I did my application online. Oh, you make too much money. I was. I was between my wife and I, the joint salaries and all our investments and everything. They said, oh, you're, you're 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 too rich. <laughs> okay, that's but they great. Don't, they and you're struggling. Tell, they don't tell you the other part of it. They never finish that sentence. No. But if you get service connection, all that goes away. So they forget that part. When you go to eligibility, I've watched more veterans walk out of eligibility office at Lake Nona VA going, I'm not eligible for anything. I'm like, that's not true. And that's Tim's thing too, because after probably 2017, uh, I came across a VSO, Tommy Mananati, who was my hotel, giving a class about situations. And I still couldn't get off because I was working 70 hours a week. And then when I finally kind of retired, I started following up on this. I went back down because someone took me there, took me by my hand, and they said, push the paperwork through. And they said, well, you make too much money. I said, my God, is that the normal say around here? A week later, I got this magic card to go into the VA. Tim is entitled to it, but apparently we don't know where to get that card for him. Yeah, eligibility. Yeah, and that's well, it. And I have the, now they finally, because there's a window of veterans that you're either Vietnam era, mm. which is up to 75, maybe 76, mm. or you're Gulf War. So there's that area which I served in mm. between 76 and 84. You can't get a, uh, you know, your ID card. Mm. You can't get a veteran ID card. So they do have this now card that allows you to identify yourself as a veteran. So I can go to Lowe's and get 10% off, which is really cool. But some of the things, and I don't begrudge that at all. The time I served, I enjoyed. I don't need a lot of the benefits that somebody like, no, you know, Craig, you have your, you have a, a pension, you have some other things, but there's some veterans out there that really, really, really need the help. I've heard that a lot from veterans that other people deserve more. They could use it more than me. But, you know, when we all served, we all signed on the dotted line with our life to include our life. And I remind people, if we had gone into corporate and gotten injured or anything, we'd go after corporate money in a heartbeat. We would, we would sue. We don't have that luxury in the military. All our recourse is VA disability. So I tell yeah, people never all the time. Never thought of it that way, yeah, 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 yeah. So I tell people all the time, don't prejudge. And if you don't want the money, donate it to a good cause. That's fine. Or how come you don't want the money for your family? If you get 100%, your kids go to college for free. Your spouse can go to college. There's all these benefits. We're old. So, we don't need college. <laughs> well, you'd be amazed. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of benefits for looking at it at a different perspective. And I'm the biggest misconception of what a disabled vet looks like. Even to me, when I first was told I was a disabled vet, I'm like, I'm 24 years old. I am not disabled. What are you talking about? I walk, I talk, I'm fine. And I was 100% at 23. Wow. Yeah. Well, good. But now you're taking that knowledge and turning it into yeah. what you want to do. Yep, yep, yep. And so, so tell us, so you're in St. Cloud. Mm -hmm. What should the veterans know about you? Because we know that you have to have a veteran service officer. They see so many people at one time, they can't do it all. Correct. So there, there's this big disconnect, right? So a veteran wants to file their claim. They come in, they see me first, and we get them ready. We put everything into folders, sheet protectors, labeled. 
a lot of vets have everything still in envelopes. Half of them aren't even opened. So, so they come to me and go, I don't know where to start. It's overwhelming. Right. They can't walk into a service officer like that. They need to be prepared. They need to be able to advocate. They need a little bit of education under their belt so that they know that this is what's happening that they can fight for. So I tell people all the time, we're an education program. We're a startup. So people go, hey, I'm going to get an attorney. I'm like, yeah, that attorney can't help you until you've been denied. They can't touch you. So these attorneys out there, they're saying, I'll help you 50%, whatever, you know, $5,000. They're not legitimate. There's a list from the VA.gov. You can find the accredited attorneys that are vetted by the VA. And they're starting to go after them. Now, yes, they if are. I'm because not they're, they're, they're really taking Scumbags. Advantage. Yeah. And so I am working with an attorney right now to try to get him onto connecting the dots for veterans. And I told him one deal, no money. You don't get any money. It's all pro bono work because I think it's sinful. I think it's unethical to take money from a veteran. In 30 years of time that I've helped veterans, not one dime ever. And you know, I have to agree with Tim. Hold on, Tim. Good. So when I did get out and I filed, I had a veteran come up to me and said, hey, I can help you with your claim. I said, great, because I don't know what to do. I, I don't know anything about all this world. He turned me out to an attorney and I won't say where they were, but I didn't have all the ducks in order. I didn't know what to ask because I didn't know what I was filing for. So it, they didn't have access to my medical records. It was my knowledge to learn to help them. So what they did tell me, I said, well, how do you get paid? And he says, well, when you get your first check, we take that. I said, you do? I said, well, I'll just pay you up front. And he said, no, that's just how we work. So, you know, my I got 20% for my back and it was about $300. But since I am retired, I don't get the $300. I get tax deferred from my paycheck, which is about $32. Ooh, what am I going to do with that? So Go to Starbucks once? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can afford that yes. with their prices. So what happened is I feel like they did wrong for a veteran. Yeah, absolutely. Because now what I've learned from everybody, from uh, Tabi Mananato, veteran service officer, from yourself, we need to get out because I am running across people that are doing what you just said. They worked for DAV. They became a service officer. Now they started their own practice, and I had one the other day, and they said, I, I tested the waters, and I said, hey, uh, I'm a veteran. I'm looking to do a claim. He goes, well, you're looking about, you're going to pay us about $2,000 up front. I said, $2,000 for what? We're going to show you what you need to write for yourself to submit your paperwork. I'm like, so I'm doing all the work, and I'm paying you two grand. Yeah. Yeah, you're called a crook. Now I'm turning these people in, and I hope they hear me because uh, we had a long talk. Good. Did we actually give, did she give your contact information? No. I wasn't oh, listening, oh, so yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I, I so put. I have YouTube, Connecting the Dots for Veterans, Facebook, Connecting the Dots for Veterans, and my number you're going to love, 408-800-DOTS. If you can't remember DOTS, it's 3687. Wow, that's pretty good. I didn't think about that. That's we should do that for GRP Studios, but that four zero seven eight hundred dots. Four, uh, excuse me, four zero eight. Four zero eight. Okay. Four zero eight eight hundred dots. Eight hundred dots. The dot. That's the eight hundred cool. was throwing me off because I thought it was before, but it's a four zero eight. It's then eight hundred dots. Cool. Yes. Well, we've. I think we've got some things to ask her for the next round on the second half. Yes, sir. We do. Cool. I'm so glad you joined in. Thank you. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. Command Canine Service Dogs is a nonprofit organization that provides professional service dog training free of charge to disabled veterans. And we do this thanks to your generous donations. We are a group of veteran dog handlers that have joined together for the common interest of helping fellow veterans. 
We strive to obtain the best quality of life possible for disabled veterans through the assistance of a properly trained service dog. Follow us on Facebook for the latest news on our organization or check out our website, commandk9servicedogs.com for more information. different with the intro today this uh, song is called the fight and since we have somebody in here that's fighting for what veterans need to have i thought that might kind of be an appropriate song for for miss dotting here to to talk about fighting for veterans so give your contact information one more time and i'm gonna go back to tetris sure i like that song tim that was great because you gotta fight you gotta advocate for yourself My contact on YouTube and on Facebook is Connecting the Dots for Veterans. My website will be up in a week. Excited about that, but my phone number is the best yet ever. 408-800-DOTS. 408-800-DOTS-3687. I like that. I'm going to give me a phone number like that. It would probably be stupid, but I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> You're so, calling from the 408. You on the east-west uh, freeway or in the 408? Anyways, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so so tell us a little bit. We understand we got your background of everything you accomplished mm-hmm. so far, but did you start with a business plan? Well, I have this friend named Craig who gave me the business plan last week, and I'm still working on it. But the beautifulness of our connection with each other, he's going to help me. I have other people that have stepped up to help me start the nonprofit. John Kalish, Batman. Want to shout out to him because he is amazing. He helped me start my nonprofit over at Frankie's Restaurant. And we sat down for breakfast one day. And before I knew it, I had a nonprofit in a couple days. I've got a 501c3 I'm waiting on. And I'm just excited that I'm connected to all these amazing people that have different skill sets that I do. You know, I have to agree. We had uh, John on our podcast and he was an amazing person off off the camera. He's just himself. But when he comes on, he's very professional in he actually came to one of our KISS uh, events. Yes, he did, as Batman. Batman. Nice. The guy looked like he was 10 feet tall. Tim didn't tell me about it. I'm like, I'm looking at all the kids, and the kids' mouths were all dropped, and the adults were dropped. I'm like, I wasn't even included on this. And, he, and it threw me for a loop. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, did you he, hear what they're going to have at their gala? A life-size uh, replica of the Batman outfit for auction. Oh, seriously? He just posted that. What? Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised John doesn't take that. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, but John is, we love to promote John whenever we can, a hero for kids. He does so much work in the community, and he is going to help you, yes. and I'm sure you'll get some great advice from him. John, Absolutely. John's the king when it comes to 501c3s. I'm sorry. I, I dime him out, and he's probably going to tell me to shut my mouth, and I'll, I'll stand behind Tim when I say, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, good luck you with that. You can stand behind me anytime, Yeah, you can stand Greg. behind you. Yeah. So what is it you wanted to ask her? I don't know. I'm, I know okay. what I want to tell you. I'm so, okay. playing Tetris over here. So, we start with the business I mean, plan. with this connection so, over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I had to really think about what my main missions were in life for this particular project, right? And so one was connecting the veterans to veterans. And what I mean by that is getting them involved in veteran organizations. That's how I started. You get dived in right away. You're not alone out there wandering, trying to figure out veteran stuff. You get educated. All the organizations are not good old boys clubs that people are drinking at the bar and smoking. I'm telling you right now, I've been part of a lot of them. Get in there, get involved, get educated. Start learning how to advocate for yourself. Change your mindset, right? Because a lot of veterans, I tell you, they still have that military mindset. You know, yes, thank you. No, I'm not going to argue. I've I've been told what to do. No, 
In the VA system, you have a voice, you have a choice. What a concept. You have patient advocacy right there to complain to you if, you, if you're not treated well. If you learn Title 38, you'll learn that even when you go for your compensation and pension exams, if you're not treated with utmost respect, you can ask for another rating officer. Nobody tells you these things. You know, that's absolutely, we, we've got a lot of associations out there. There's good and there's bad in everywhere. Tim has taught me a lot because of our charity. We, we go to VFWs to help do our pack and ship. And I never knew about those until actually I came on board with KISS. And, and it shocked me. I'm like, my God, this is, I wish I knew about this. You drive by them, but you don't stop. Correct. You, you, don't, you don't get out of your car. And we have met people over our years that are homeless. And, and, and I tell people, and since you took my tagline for my tip, just like I hear this from Tim a lot. <laughs> so, but I hope we have something better than what I just gave out. But go ahead and tell us your mission. I want to know about sure. your mission. So the, the first mission is connecting veterans to veterans, right? So that in itself is trying to prevent suicide. We're losing our vets over 22 a day. So they're out there alone, isolated. We need the buddy system. We had that in the military. Why don't we have that in the civilian sector? So that's my number one project, veterans to veterans. The connecting veterans to resources, VA. Florida Department of Veterans Affairs, any resources for them in the community? Because we're getting a lot of care in the community now because the VA is too understaffed, saturated. saturated. Yeah, probably we can't get appointments in a timely manner, you know. And so now we're seeing a lot of veterans using community services. So we got to bring those resources in so people know about it. I'd love to see a one-stop shop in St. Cloud where if you're a veteran or a family member of a veteran, you come to this one office and we have all this information for you a database, everything, right then and there. Well, you know, let me back up because you said something about Title 38 that you taught me, mm -hmm. and that is sort of like the UCMJ of mm -hmm. the military. Correct. It, it has so much, anything and everything, of all your symptoms, everything, but then it breaks it down, breaks it down, which I have been going through, and it's a major, It's more than the UCMJ. Yeah, so in Title 38, it's very specific. I use the Electronic Code of Federal Regulations, Title 38, because it's the most update version. It's Title 38, Chapter 1, Part 4, Subpart A and B. I know that's a lot, but it's all legalese. And so I want to develop a dotty dictionary that breaks all this down so that every average Joe citizen veteran can understand the terminology. Because when I say something like, oh, do you have flattened effect? What does that mean? Nobody knows. Flattened effects means do you not care anymore about stuff? So that's what it should Flat in effect, Flat, really? Flattened, like you flattened right, like you like, like your hair looks after you put a helmet hat on or exactly. something. Flattened effect. And that's a mood disorder. It's a mood disorder for PTSD and depression. And, and you know what? This Title 38, which is open to the public. Uh, yes. Do you have that, how to get into that? Um, yes, I, I can give it to Tim and we can put it up on. Yeah, yep. because yep. I have been learning that and there's so much to learn because when you get out, you got to prepare yourself before you get out. Absolutely. Three years out, two years out max. Don't wait because you can start dropping your papers 180 days from retirement or from time you get out. It's called uh, benefits deliverable upon discharge, BDD claims. That goes from 61 days to 180 days out. Anything from, zero, from one day out to 60 days out, it's called a quick start claim. So there's different avenues that these claims go through and it's very complicated. It's, it's hard to explain, but I can tell you this. What my organization does is simple. We help level the playing field between you and the VA, okay? You walk in, you are armed. We use DBQs, Disability Benefits Questionnaires. These are the same forms that your CNP compensation and pension examiners are using to evaluate you down the road. So we put that at the front end and say, let's remind you of what you went through when you were active duty. And this triggers your brain into thinking about all the symptoms, symptomologies, 
And these are exactly tied into Title 38 because it shows the schedule of ratings. So these couple together, I call it my gun and my ammo, okay? And it levels the playing field. It's perfect because now you're armed, you're ready, you know what you're talking about, you know what to expect. And when it doesn't come back that way, you can fight it. That's what this is all about. But I want, to, I want you guys to get educated first so that you don't have these appeals that drag on forever. You do fully develop claims up front with your service officer. I am not a service officer. I'm going to repeat, I am not a service officer. I was for 12 years, but because I was, my hands were tied. The organization tells you what to say, how to say it, when, when you can say it, how much time you can spend with a veteran. I don't believe in that. Some veterans, I've been working with them since I got to St. Cloud in February. That's just what it takes. So my organization, whoever partners up with me, they got to understand, we do what it takes to take care of veterans. That's it. I don't care. There's no stopwatch. There's none of that garbage. Okay. Take care of that vet. That's it. Bottom line. And, and I, have to, I have to add on to that because after you get everything prepared for what I had to do, I did reach out to my a VSO and it really helped because they're the ones that organize the paperwork on how it That's gets right. submitted. That's right. They, do not upload it into eBenefits, y'all. I've had more veterans that says, oh, no, VA told me to upload it into eBenefits. I'm like, yep, that is you against the VA, not you with a representative, a veteran service organization, a veteran service officer, and the VA. These guys fight for you. They are chartered by Congress. They are free. Use them, please. Well, DAV, VFW, American Legion, Yeah, Florida and see, Department that's exactly Affairs. right, because as we said earlier about VSOs, American Legions, and AMVES, these people all have some kind of representative there. That's right. And it's called free. You're not charged. They sit there because what is it we said earlier? A veteran is, helps a veteran. That's We're right. always here to help you. So please, I, I meet so many veterans every day. They're saying, hey, I got an attorney. Stop. We're going to educate you right now. Here's a card. Call them. Everybody says, what makes you different than everybody else? Why, why should I use your services? Because we get you ready. We get you armed. We get you educated. My program is an educational program. Everything I teach you is online. You just don't know where to go to look. That's I correct. I, I never heard of it until you told me, and then when I open it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. My and we're free. And, and, <laughs> and it's free. And it's all free, but it's, it's all knowledge that you need to prepare yourself so That's you right. can make sure you're getting what you deserve because it's like Tim's entitlement because he did four years. He may, he may think he doesn't get anything, but he has. You don't know what's in That's your records. Right. Don't prejudge yourself as to what you think you can get. Like I said, my first disability had nothing to do with my military service job. None of it. It became mal medical malpractice is what it amounted so to. So do you have access then to our records? No, and I never want access to your records. So that still has to go through somebody the at the VA, VSO. The VSO. But the you VSO. just, you help us to go in with our all our guns and our ammos loaded. That's right. So that you walk in, hopefully if the VSO is doing their job like they're supposed to, which we, we well, can talk about that as another thing. You'll know whether they are or not because you will know what to anticipate and what questions to ask. We'll get you ready for that. Yeah, because there's a lot of information that no matter how much how long you serve, that you didn't know that you're aware of. I mean, you don't think back of those years like I, I just went to the dispensary to get, and right. I don't even know what it was. Right, Motrin. Well, that I don't know what it was is going to help you further because now that when you do get your compensation, people are the misconception of like, what's that for? What is that money for? Can you explain it? Yeah, I I use my money for basic living, but also I I give back to the community and help veterans. So for the past, gosh, since I was 24, I'm 53 now, right? So for 30 plus years, I've been using it to support me reaching out to veterans to help them, going to national conventions, getting educated, 
understanding this process, really diving in because ultimately it affects me and my kid. You want to learn this stuff. This is fascinating. The hardest part is a little bit of understanding and dissecting it down to where it makes sense. That's why the Dottie Dictionary is going to be so helpful in the future. The last thing I just wanted to share with you before we have to end soon is that I connect veterans to vet-friendly businesses. This is huge. So I want us to support vet-friendly businesses, those that support us, right? I agree. And I don't understand when people say, oh, our company doesn't do that. I'm like, why? You have the luxury of being in business because of us veterans. So (laughs) if you really think about it, right? And so they're going to have my logo that sees that I vetted this company in their window or door. So when you drive by and start seeing my V with the red, white, and blue dots that are all connected, know that that's a vet-friendly business that's been checked by that's me. That's very cool. Yeah, we're going to put one on Tim's window that's never opened. So, uh, <laughs> and I, I don't have an office. So I don't know where it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, it can go on your car. Maybe it go on my forehead. So, <laughs> and what else you got? The last thing I want to just say is change your mindset, please. That is the number one thing every veteran says. I wish I had known that at the beginning. Because they go in with the military mindset. They don't advocate for themselves. They take what's given to them. That is not a good attitude to have in the VA. I love the VA. My hubby works for the VA. I never say anything bad about the VA. But there are some changes that need to be happening. And we need to advocate, know where we can navigate in the VA to make those changes. I, I think it's happening. I know some people that work in the VA as well on the, on the medical side. Mm-hmm. And it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. It's a government function. It's a slow process, but still, I know they're trying to get better. I got assigned a team at the Lake Nona Hospital, and my doctor is, when I put a call in, it comes back to me within hours. She's got a great staff. Everybody who, I have never had a bad problem inside the VA. Everybody's very customer-orientated. Hospitality is above their game. The, the people that mostly work there are civilians, and they jump through hoops for you. Yeah, I I cannot you, commend yeah. them. I, I took a Vietnam vet that needed a walker one time. And the first thing they said to him, we have your back. We have your back, man. That was awesome. We got your six. Got your six. You know, that's Hence posted the everywhere on the, on the pillars. I got to get yeah. Tim in there to show. And I'm like, every time I go in there, I'm like, I think about our podcast because it's CY6. I'm like, they stole that from us. They stole it from <laughs> us. Too. We thought about this long before them. So, But thank you so much for having me on your show. I've really enjoyed sharing a little bit of my background and knowledge and how I want to help the community. I have one last thing. I have a request. So the Dottie Mobile, we're turning a uh, Sheraton bus into a Dottie Mobile, one of those airport shuttles. Cool. And I need donations desperately. Because you take that where? I'm going to take it everywhere, Orange County and Osceola County to start. And then we're going to start branching out from there. And because you're going to be seen, so if somebody can't get off, you can, you can take your vehicle there and sit down inside the van, Absolutely. go through everything. Absolutely. There so what, what is your turnaround time? When somebody comes to you, what can they expect when they contact you the first time? Say, oh. Dottie, I need some help connecting the dots. What is your... Within a day. I'm, I'm Within 24 hours, I have responded to them. Either we have set up a telephone meeting, a Zoom meeting, or an in-person meeting. In person meeting. And I'm moving my services over to the um, St. Cloud Veterans Library. It's quiet. It's peaceful. We can get in there and really do some good work and use the computers. And I can educate them right there on the spot on how to go to look up Title 38, how to look up DBQs, how to look up whatever information they need. So it's a perfect location. Cool. So connecting the dots with veterans and your phone number again is 408-800-DOTS. Man, we got a brain. We, we can remember know, that. <laughs> yeah, they pulled out all my wisdom teeth in the What's Air your Force, tip of the day? So I don't, I don't have a tip of the day today. I'm, it's my day off today. 
It's I'm not laboring on Tim's Labor not even Day. here. So it's, listen, it's supposed so to be the you. tip of the day is what you told us earlier about veterans helping veterans. And, and I really don't have anything else because you've covered some, a lot of valuable information. I will be pushing this out so much once everybody starts giving me some business cards so I can help them out. But uh, Tim Proctor, he's, he is in the house. And I'm so thankful that he's got the primary position. I don't want his position. You'd never have to worry about being fired. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. So again, it was, it was great having you in here. I know we've been trying to get you in here for a while and just worked out. So on Labor Day, we're going to labor on Labor Day and go from there. And if you have any questions, if you're a veteran, you just don't feel you're getting the answers you need, call 408-800-DOTS. And she will help you out. Go. That's not dipping the dots. That's no. a different ice cream. Don't put no. that in their head. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.